Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> this is Coach's Corner, and the date is November 25th. Can't believe we've made it this far. It's crazy. Yesterday was Thanksgiving. What a great feeling. Um, Caden isn't here today. He just, like, didn't show up. I don't know where he is. I hope he's all right. If you're listening, Caden, figure it out. Um, now, I'm going to do a little solo episode today. We'll see how this goes. You know, I'm going to try my best to stay on topic, but it's a little more challenging when you're by yourself, which is fine. Got to get yourself in those situations, so let's do it. All right, all right, all right, all right. So let me do with, you know, the ordinary coach's court, and let's start with the recap of the week. All right, today is Friday, and I got to think about what I've done in the last seven days. Well, mm. <laughs> it has been like the weirdest seven days, if I'm being honest. So let me try to go all the way back. It'll take me just a second. Oh my gosh, that took so long to think about. I know it's only going to be like a three-second pause on the actual podcast itself. But, okay, last Friday, I'm remembering well now. So I went to a happy hour with a few coworkers afterwards, you know, which is a good time. It's a good time. Um, You know, it was supposed to be a Data Architects happy hour, you know. Oh, yeah, the Data Architects getting drunk. Oh, yeah, uh-huh, real fun. Um, but for like, <laughs> there's like nine of us, right? And like for the first, I don't know, hour, hour plus, there's only three of us that showed up. So it's like 33% there. The other six aren't even there. And then there was like three women who I work with, all very good friends of mine, Katie, Katie, and Megan. So no, no hate here, but... Um, they went over to the wine side. So there's like, hmm, there's a brewery in Fort Collins called Odell's, right? Good beer, best beer. Yeah, probably the best beer in Fort Collins. I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, I don't know. I could spend a little bit of time on this. Oh, yeah. All right. Quick side. If Caden was here, I'd do it. So whatever. Um, we're thinking about top breweries in Fort Collins. You gotta go with Odell's for sure. You gotta go with New Belgium. I've been going to Horse and Dragon a lot. Shout out to Horse and Dragon. Shout out to the Sad Panda. It's so good. Unreal. Um, Funk Works. So good. I went to, well, I'll get to that later. I went to Stodgy, which is in the port, not Fort Collins. It was good. Um, I don't know. There's so many. Like, Colorado's got so many breweries. Like, what's the deal with all the breweries? You know, I love the drink. I'm not going to lie, but, like, I'm trying to take a couple days off, and it's tough when it's just, like, every brewery is fucking amazing to hang out at. I mean, they're all beautiful. They're all fun. Good music. You're just sitting there. You're writing. You're getting in a good mood. You're in a mindset. It's a whole thing. I mean, it's tough to avoid. So, um, shout out to the breweries. I don't know. It's tough. You know, you guys are awesome. You make you make life a little bit more difficult for me, but I shouldn't complain. I love hanging out at every brewery in Fort Collins. But Odell's, which is one of the more popular ones, um, you know, they got a wine side and a beer side. And in Colorado, it's different than Wisconsin. You know, I grew up in Wisconsin, and it's like everywhere in Wisconsin is just trying to sell you alcohol right away. It's like, you know, some kids have lemonade stands in Wisconsin. It's just fucking, like, beer stands. Like, they're just serving fucking beer left and right. Like, seven-year-olds are just like, beer? 16-ounce? Bud Light? Miller Light? It's like, no, no, no. Okay, let's keep moving. But, um, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Um, I know there was a few, like, amendments or whatever. There was a few things you could have voted on in this previous election related to, like, grocery stores selling wine like that in wisconsin that you don't even think about that you know but you get here and you're just like oh yeah i'm very limited when i can buy from the store um so i either gotta go to a brewery or i gotta go to like a you know liquor store and i got a few in four columns i like but we move it we move it so so odell's got the wine side and they got the beer side and it was friday like i said three of the data architects showed up we all want a beer. We're on the beer side. Me, Josh, and Brian. And then you got the three women that just kind of showed up. Katie, Katie, Megan. They they decided to do their own thing, which is good, you know. Shout out to them. Love that for them. But they're on the wine side. They're, they're on the wine side to start. And we're all just kind of sitting there. 
and then, you know, just hanging out, and then eventually all three women coming over. So we have like six people to a table, and then you know people are kind of in and out, right? Like one woman leaves, one guy comes in, like it's this and that. But we're we're all just kind of sitting there, and I'm kind of feeling myself a little bit, and and yeah, you know, back to that drinking idea, like. I don't know, it's a Friday night, I just got off of work, work's been kind of crazy, um, so I'm having a couple beers, I have an edible, um, and I'm just feeling myself, and at that point, like, I don't know, I'm trying some new stand-up, and I'm trying to work on this, like, whole dictator joke thing, and it's not really landing as well as I would like it to, uh, one of my coworkers is like, why do you keep talking about dictators, and I should restart that a little bit, I should actually say, he was visually, like, visibly upset with the fact that I keep mentioning dictators. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not, I promise I'm not, you know, trying to enslave anyone or accuse you of being into dictators. I mean, if you like dictators, that's fine. Like, I like a dictator once in a while, too. It's not a big deal. But anyways, like, that's not what I was trying to do. But, um, no, the dictator jokes are not landing. Uh, they're not doing too well. I, I'm not saying he's a dictator, but I'm trying to work on this little punchline thing right now where I'm talking about how all the dictators were really good at other sports or like other things. So I got a text from a friend the other day about Saudi Arabia winning in the World Cup. And it was apparently like the biggest upset in World Cup history, arguably, you're talking about Saudi Arabia versus Argentina. Argentina's got Messi, one of the greatest to ever do it. And you just got such a ridiculous win by the Saudi Arabians. And, you know, like any other country, well, most other countries, you'd just be like, yeah, the underdog won. Like, awesome but you know Saudi Arabia is bogus like how do how am I gonna cheer for Saudi Arabia like they fucking murder journalists just for fun so you know they win the game and I'm immediately just like okay flipping jokes right off the bat like Bin Laden finest girl Andy Samberg like immediately just like fuck Bin Laden oh just hit me on the right ways and then I'm making jokes about how they're pouring oil instead of Gatorade over their players and coaches and like I'm trying my best to get this whole, like, Saudi Arabia joke thing landing without sounding too offensive, but I really don't care if I offend the Saudi Arabian government. In fact, come at me. I don't give a shit. You know that I'm talking shit about you. I really don't like you. Yeah, that's right at you, Saudi. Um, no, for real, that'd be tough if I got, like, assassinated by the Saudi government. Um, but back to my dictator rant. Osama bin Laden... I don't know if he's a dictator. He's just like a crazy military leader of whatever. Um, my friend told me that he was good at soccer. Like he's just doing bicycle kicks, rainbow kicks. I mean, he's just going absolutely in. He's like 6'5". He's got a mean crossover. He's shooting left and right. He's ambidextrous. I mean, he's fucking unstoppable. I heard he was just going in like all these like leagues around like you know <laughs> see i gotta work on this but no i mean I, first of all osama bin Laden was not good at soccer whether my friend wants to say so or not i think all the dictators do this it's like fucking kim jong-un or whatever you know he's got the hole in one he's talking about that and you got Putin and he's bragging about fucking hockey and who knows what he doesn't know jack shit he sucks at everything he does there's no fucking truth to that um <laughs> but I'm trying to work through this joke where I'm just saying like how basically all these like totalitarian leaders are just so interested in fucking something else and they're so good at it and then they get turned down and they're like well I guess I'm gonna get into fucking human rights violations so I don't know Stay with me on that. I'll clean that up. But I got Putin, Kim Jong, and fucking Osama. And they're all just hanging out, playing sports. It's like the Olympic of dictators. It's just, it's a mess. I don't know if we want to get into that. So, um, but no, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's crazy times. Um, so I got a little drunk on Friday. I guess that's the end of that story. And uh, dictator jokes don't land. But it was a good time, and then, I don't know, I got, like, 
this or that with a friend, you know. I got a, I got a close friend, and we kind of, kind of butt heads sometimes. But uh, I know she means well. But you know, it just gets under my skin, and it's just part of it. And uh, we we really help each other grow. But it does require a lot of patience. I'm not gonna lie about that. I'm I'm willing to be patient, but sometimes it tests me. You know, I just gotta be better about it. So um, that was Friday. Um, Saturday. I don't know. I'm still looking for furniture, you know? Like, it's such a stupid problem to have. I have the money. I have the resources. I could buy some nice couch. I could buy this or that. I could get the whole place set up. But I'm taking my sweet-ass time trying to get the house set up, you know? It's just, I, I don't know. There's a lot to think about. And it is kind of small. I'm not going to live in Magnolia forever. I mean, I like living there somewhat, Location-wise, it's nice, and like freedom-wise, it's nice, and price-wise, it's nice. But man, it's so small; it's hard to get like anything through the door. Like a love seat can't even get through the door. You know, it's just I don't know how people lived there before. I don't even know if people did. I don't know. You know, the Magnolia story is weird because <laughs> I broke up, you know, with my fiance, and I needed to find a new place to live like immediately. You know, like. I spent about a day thinking about mm, maybe I get the house and she finds somewhere to stay and we just, I don't know, figure it out. But it, that was not going to happen. I mean, it just wasn't. I had no shot. And I was like, okay, whatever. I will take the L here. I'm also kind of the one initiating it. It's not a big deal. I just got to figure out how to get there. So, um, you know, she's staying at the house. I just got to find a place right away. Um, my mom moves to Colorado <laughs> the day after I broke up with my fiance. What a ridiculous move by me. Good job, David. And, um, you know, my mom's out here. And I'm like, okay, we got to find an Airbnb right away. So we we stay at the, the Fernway. The It's like a hostel in Fort Collins. So nice. These little cats hanging out. little, like, nice garden in the back. I'm sitting out there every other night just smoking cigars hanging out just like doing my own thing really letting loose just trying to find myself a little bit uh but it's nice but you know that day it was it was 9 11 i <laughs> i go to pick my mom up from the airport i'm on zillow while i'm at the airport and i'm like oh look i found a house to stay in right away someone reach out to me immediately you know i sent a rental application and i get there and it's like oh it's so close to your work you don't have a car right now david just like this is gonna be good for you you know so um i end up signing it you know right away i'm just like i'm not gonna overthink it i'll figure it out later i gotta find somewhere to live i can't wait around the other thing too was i i signed that airbnb on the same day for two weeks and my thought process was this right i knew i was going to europe I, I wanted to go to Europe no matter what. I guess I, I shouldn't say I, I knew because it could have been either of our trips and we didn't know what was going to happen. But I was like, she won't go alone, which is fine. And I, I am going to want to go. And I spent money on the tickets in the first place. So, yeah, I'm going to make this work somehow. And that's what I did. But I, I, I knew, like, you know, Okay, I got the Airbnb for two weeks, but then I'm going to be gone. I'm not going to pay for someplace else. So hopefully my mom finds a place to live and I find a place to live in two weeks. <laughs> David, you're ridiculous. Um, but, you know, I found a place, like I said, the day, the next day, found Magnolia, signed a lease. I'm good. I'm kind of moving back and forth between Magnolia and Fernway Hostel and my mom's staying at the Airbnb and I'm helping her look for places every night. And it's just a crazy time, you know. But um, I like the Magnolia house so much at first, but now it's like I fucking hate where I'm living, you know. And I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be optimistic because I'm, you know, like everyone gets through situations and, you know, I, I to be fair, like, the last couple of years have been so pristine for me, you know, like I had good living situations and even with like the ridiculousness of college, like it was never that bad. So, you know, I get into a bad living situation for the first time in a long time. It's not a big deal. It is what it is. You learn, you live and you learn, but I'm staying at this Magnolia house. It's driving me crazy. I go furniture shopping on Saturday last week. I can't find what I want. And like, I take some photos and I start doing some measurements, and I'm just not fucking happy about any of it, you know, because I'm just, I don't think I'm going to get the exact couch that I want, so we're moving along, um, 
tryouts on Saturday. That was fun. Uh, Caden and I will be coaching an 8th grade team this year. There was like some talk about 7th or 8th. We weren't really sure what we were going to be doing, but it'll be good to get on to the 8th grade grind again. That's what we did last year. I'm looking forward to that. And then we coached 7th grade the year before, so that means that <laughs> the 8th graders we're getting now for the upcoming season, they're guys, a few of them we've coached before, so that's going to be fun. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing a few guys, and hopefully, you know, they've continued to d- continued to develop and if they haven't then i'll just work it out i'll grind i'll I'll try to help them out and we'll just see what happens but it's gonna be exciting you know um it's gonna be really exciting i'm looking forward to coaching so much it just brings me so much joy it's just it i don't know how to explain it it just takes so much it takes a lot of discipline it takes a lot of humility the players are not not always the nicest. They're not always the easiest to coach, and you got to do this and that. I mean, it, it it has challenges, but it is so fun and so rewarding to be able to like see the progression, especially of like someone young who's you know like you like me myself. Like I used to be an eighth grade basketball player. You know, like I I know what it's like. It's goofy, especially if you're just like a weird white dude who's not that good. Like. You love it. You want to be good. You just like, but you also want to have fun. You have your own friends. You got just a whole life. I mean, I get it. Like, it's just a weird time. So as a coach, like, you got to find this weird balance between personal life and actual development of the sport. You got to find like a weird balance of how much do I actually care about the kids versus like how much do I just let them kind of be their own people. Like, it, it it's weird. It makes you think, but it's really good for me. You know, I'm. I'm one of those people that just, I like to see people learn, I like to see people grow, I like to help people where I can, and yeah, I can be opinionated, and I can kind of be a talker, so it's nice to, (laughs) it's nice to have these kids, and just kind of, you know, give them some lessons that I think are important, so I'm looking forward to coaching, but, you know, tryouts were all right, it's like, (laughs) I get there, and like I said, I thought I was on, I was under the impression the whole entire weeks following up that I was going to be coaching the seventh grade team and I get the tryouts and the director Malik shout out good guy like he's telling me just scout the scout the seventh graders scout the seventh graders okay that's fine well you know there's like 30 kids there no no hyperbole and seven of them are seventh graders and we ended up taking like three more eighth graders that we just knew weren't gonna make the cut for better or worse and uh we just have 10 guys over there i mean it's like 10 of the weakest basketball players i've seen in a long time i mean there's a few guys trying you know you 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 know how it is you got to be patient you got to understand some people are going to be works in progress you got to see potential but i maybe saw two players out of 10 that i was like even comfortable with so i'm i'm in my mind i'm thinking i'm about to have the worst seventh grade team of all time like this kid's five foot three 160 pounds i mean what's going on like it's it's just (laughs) it's just ridiculous um i would have done it i would have loved it i would have been like that's my fucking seventh graders don't talk shit about them you know (laughs) i'd really be getting into it that we'd be scrappy we'd be like you know one of those teams like the Detroit Lions or, (laughs) or some kind of just you know a team that's always bad every single year no matter what but the one year like when we get the wins everyone's going stupid parents are just going crazy moms are just like david please coach my son forever and i'm just like yeah i know i'm going to <laughs> and you know it's just like it, it's a good time when you win on a shit team like that but no um shout out to the seventh graders i know they're trying but they weren't good at basketball and then like the last minute like the last minute of tryouts like Two plus hours go by with the seventh and eighth graders. I don't even get to watch some of the eighth graders. I'm so focused on the seventh graders. I'm already having this whole like underdog story prepared. I got the whole speech. I'm just like, all right, kids, listen, we may not be the fastest, tallest, smartest, funniest, best looking. We may not have anything going for us. I never got past that. No, but <laughs> but last minute, the guy, uh, Malik's just like, you're coaching the eighth grade team this year, David, if that's okay. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> yes. 
I love that. So no, that, that that was tryouts. It was good, and then stuck around a little bit afterwards. It's nice. It's nice. Like I love talking to the other coaches. They're all cool dudes. We all kind of have something in common, but not a lot in common. Like it's just a, it's such a cool group. So I don't know. Shout out to Rocky Mountain Fever. Love it. Looking forward to the season. January third. I hope a few people come. If you can't, that's fine. But you're more than willing to come watch me coach. I really laid a lot down. Um, <laughs> shout out to the kids. But, yeah, that was Saturday, and then I'll get to Sunday, and then I'll take a break. But Sunday, you know, I, I I battled with the idea. Like, I'm going to actually buy one of these love seats. I'm going to buy one of these couches. Granted, I, I don't think the measurements really worked in my favor, and I could have tried a little bit harder, but I got just so flustered and so annoyed, and then... I got the car recently, you know, if you've been following along, I got a car, and uh, the weekend before, I was dog watching, loved it, loved it, loved it, I loved hanging out with Maya, she was a homie, we walked around, we had a good time, but when you're with a dog, you don't really get all the opportunities you want, like, she was a good host, like, good company, she sat in the chair, like, she sat in the front seat like a human, she's like a husky sitting in the front seat of my RAV4 like a human, Rolls down the window. Very polite. I mean, it's just an interesting fucking dynamic. But I didn't get to drive my car as much as I'd like to my first weekend. So my thought was, okay, I'm going to go hiking. It's been a while. I love to hike. I miss it so much. So on Sunday, I got out to Rocky Mountain National Park. Um, I invited my mom. She turned me down. She thinks I'm a loser. It's okay. It's fine. Love you, Mom. Don't worry. Not a big deal. Just skipping on me. <laughs> but, uh, no, Rocky Mount was nice. Um, I did Lock Vale. I've done it before. It's a good hike. It's nice. It's easy. It's organized. You can't get too lost. I wasn't really sure what to expect, and I wanted to kind of just ease my way back into it. So it was a good first hike back. And then, you know, it was cold and snowy, but it was absolutely gorgeous. And I had lunch at Lock Vale, and it's it's fucking windy. You know, you're getting just blown by the wind. It's, it's hard to even sit there and just be comfortable. But no, it was a good time. I it was a great time. I I was so happy to be back at Rocky. Um, it definitely brings back a lot of nostalgia over the last two years. So sometimes I had moments, you know, this weekend where I was like, oh man, I miss like a certain type of lifestyle. But I'm realizing I can do that lifestyle how I want to do it now completely. I mean, I don't think how I was doing it back then was bad, but I really got a lot of freedom this weekend where I kind of drive at my own rate and then I go where I want to go and um, stop at just a random place to have a cappuccino, talk to someone at the bar, hang out, ask weird questions, do your own thing. Like, you know, me, like as a person, like I just love to be so, I don't know, I like to be an entertainer. I like to be talkative. I like to ask weird questions. I like to be an interviewer sometimes, a lot of the time. So one of those things where it's like I go to Rocky Mountain, I take a few stops, I, you know, I'm just kind of hanging out, and it's just a good time. I had a good time, my own music, just bumping, new car, and much needed just like Sunday for me to get back into the mountains and kind of clear my head, so... It was a good weekend, you know? I mean, you think co-workers on Friday, Saturday, you had um, tryouts, and then Sunday, you know, you had the the hike. So it's a good time, you know? It's just like I'm kind of getting back into the rhythm of the things I really love. Um, you know, I like to obviously just do this and that and mess around and joke around, but that, but it was a good it was a good couple days in a row. So I'm really happy about that. Um, and then... I got so much to cover in the next uh, 30 minutes easily. I'll talk about the next couple days, but I'm going to take a quick water break, and then we'll get back into it. So, Okay, I'm back. So, all right, all right, all right. It's been a crazy week, if I'm being honest, you know. Today's Friday, and I'm in Crested Butte. The first time I've ever been in Crested Butte. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful mountain city in Colorado. It's very interesting. Um, man, it took me, it was a five-hour drive. So 
I had these big plans, right? I was like, I don't even know why I wanted to do this. Part of it was the new car. I'm not going to lie. Um, I just wanted to get out west. I wanted to drive. Part of it's probably being single for the first time in a while. I just wanted to kind of have some fun or do something a little different. And uh, my big plan was to go out uh, go out west, get an Airbnb, kind of hang out. I thought Caden was going to be here to do the pod with me. He's just been MIA. I heard he died. I think the mono finally killed him. Um, it's tough, you know. Like He had mono, and then he lost it, and then he got it again, and... He's been sleeping with some lot lizards, so I don't know. It's just it's a, it's a weird time for him. Um, but, but no, uh, I got the Airbnb, and I was like, maybe Kane will come, maybe he won't. If he doesn't, it's not a big deal. I just needed a weekend to myself, and that's what I did. So that's where I'm at. I'm enjoying it. But uh, I'll start with how I kind of got here because, you know, it's been a week, like I said. Um, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me think. So Monday, Monday. Oh, you know Monday. Do you remember Monday? Oh, Monday was so good, you know. Okay, yeah, Monday we ended up doing um, comedy club. Like I said, I'm working and I'm so close, you know, and I can't I can't make too many excuses. So I want to be careful, but I, I'm so close to actually doing open mic. I just, it's one of my, like, biggest goals right now you know it's tough for it's tough to do because um i can be a perfectionist sometimes i can be a little crazy i can be a little sensitive it's just part of who i am and uh and everyone can be sensitive it's not just me i'm not trying to like specialize myself that way but it's just one of those things where you know i think i'm a funny person i think i I feel like i'm gonna be so good if i can find my rhythm uh, but I'm afraid to find my rhythm, which is so stupid. You know, you just got to get out there and do that. I've had a year of doing crazy things. I've had a year of just like overcoming challenges and figuring out what I want to do with my time and being more comfortable with who I am. And it's just funny to me that like I was able to buy a house, get out of like a six year relationship, go to Europe alone. I was able to do all this stuff like in the last couple of months, but the hardest thing to do is just get up there and do an open mic. It's so stupid, you know, I'm overthinking it. I just, like I said, I want to be good, you know, I, I think I can do it, but um, I know it takes time, and I've heard a lot of different comedians and other people just say, like, you got to get up there, just get the first one done. It's like ripping off a Band-Aid or a shot. You just, you just do it, and then you keep moving. So I'm super close, but it's still tough, but I, I like to go. I think it's good to go. Um... You kind of end up like hearing a few jokes, you know, kind of measuring yourself in some ways, you know, like there's people who I think I'm funnier than for sure that go. And there's people that I think are funnier than me. And I'm like, now I don't know if jealous is the right word, but I'm like, I, I got to do a better job. Like I can land a joke better than them if I really put time and effort. But the moral of the story is like these people, some people really fucking care about this. So it's. It's it's an interesting game. I'm I'm getting closer. I'm writing way more jokes than I ever have. Um, <laughs> the delivery is a tough thing, right? Like that's why I'm doing this solo podcast. Like you gotta get so comfortable talking into the mic, dropping like personalities, hopping around, screaming. Pause. Talk again. You know what I mean? Like you gotta. It's it's just this weird delivery thing that you got to work on, and um, I, I feel like I'm pretty good at it. But you're always shocked at how good, how not good you are at it. <laughs> um, if that makes sense, you know, it's like, oh, I could be better, or oh, I could be so much more comfortable, or oh, I could be way more clever about how I deliver this. So, I, you know, you, I try not to beat myself up too much, but. Um, I'm just I'm, I'm writing a little, writing a few more jokes, just thinking about it a bit more, and I'm pretty close. Um, man, I really hope I can do it either next week or the week after. I'm I'm really close, but it's it's fun going to like the open mic nights. Like they are just so funny. Like I, some people are really good. So um, that was a good Monday night for me, and I went with a friend who I've been meaning to go with for a while, so it's good to kind of, 
introduce them to that and let them know a little bit more about like where I'm at in the whole process. So, you know, we'll see. Um, you will be the first people to hear if I actually end up doing stand up. I'm sure I will, and it will definitely be making fun of Christians, Republicans, and Muslims. So a little bit of all of them. <laughs> no, I don't know. It, it, I don't know. There's all sorts of stuff. The World Cup's pretty funny. There's a lot of nationalism jokes. It's weird. Like if you're trying to become a comedian, like there's part of you hat that is going for a certain style. You know, like one guy goes up and he's deadpan. And he's just like, "How do you do this?" Well, this is how I do it. And I, I don't know. He he did it so right. And some people are a little bit more, you know, enigmatic and jumping around, like I said earlier, and much more energetic. And I, I just don't know the blend yet for myself because I think more people find me entertaining when I'm being a little bit chaotic. So I think in general it's better for me to be a little bit more off the wall, a little bit more just like kind of slightly darker and then just i don't know random like i i I do well random um i don't know it's interesting and i'm not afraid to make jokes about anyone so i'm happy about that i mean i'm pretty i'm pretty willing to make fun of either political party i'm pretty willing to kind of like for the most part touch every race a little bit you know like i don't want to be like intentionally mean just to be mean um but you know you know how it is like jokes are jokes like you can't overthink it so if you're going to be sensitive then why are you doing it so i i gotta it, it's a fine line i'm getting closer but it's a good month i'm happy i went like i said i'm working on it i'm feeling good i'm back on the mic after a little bit of a hiatus and uh I'm just looking forward to it. You guys will know. So that was Monday. Um, Tuesday, went to Horse and Dragon. Talked about it earlier on the show. One of my favorite breweries. I did some writing. Um, I'm just writing a little bit of a fiction story, fiction comedy. I've been kind of trying. I've been doing a good job, actually. I'm going to take credit for this one. Um, I've been doing a good job of, like, writing different characters. Granted, you know, they're characters of people that are close with me, so they're it's a little bit easier to write when you like know the person or you're writing about someone you know and you just have such a good idea about their personality and then you kinda can just write creatively about what drives them and how they are and make little references and that that's fun, but it's fun to also draw characters completely out of nowhere or maybe even people that are in your life that you don't think about often but you but they are in your life and you can kind of draw some like characteristics from them and kind of make them a little bit more like hyperbolic either good or bad and it's just it's challenging you know but the point is i've been writing characters more as opposed to myself you know i wrote a book in the summer and i really liked it and it was long and i thought there was some clever stuff in it but it was so i i i me 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 he he did this like but it was all like relatively one character and it was was mostly me and like some stories about my past that were a bit more like open but overall like i was the main character so one of those things where I want to get good at writing characters because I think it's really valuable and I want to get good at writing characters that I don't relate to myself completely. They can be related to me somewhat. I'm not going to just take that off the table. They can be parts of me. But I would love to make characters who are kind of away from me in some ways, just like learn more about how other people interact and create characters based off that. I think I'm getting... Like I said, better at it. So I've been doing some writing and went to Horse and Dragon and I did that. And, you know, sometimes I write serious, sometimes I write funny. It just depends on what mood I'm in. It's not always the most obvious what I'm going to write. I wish I had a little bit more structure on it, but um, it's kind of a gift and a curse where my brain just kind of fires the way it wants to. You know, it either fires kind of serious or it fires funny. And 
you know, I, it's hard for me sometimes to turn one on over the other. If if I turn one on, it's hard to turn it off. It's it's kind of a blend. So you know, I just I take it where it goes. But I'm I'm writing some characters, having a good time. I'm going to be doing a lot of writing in Crested Butte this weekend, so that'll be good for me. And uh, yeah, Horse and Dragon, great place to write. I've done a few writings there. It just the music's right, the beer's right, the people are right, the lighting's right. I, it's just I don't know. Um, it's so ideal. I was talking to a friend about it, and she asked me, and she was just saying, like, what constitutes a place for creativity? Like, like why do you say you want to go to Horse and Dragon to write? Because that's what I told her. I'm like, I'm going to write, so I'm going to have to go to Horse and Dragon, which sounds kind of goofy, but I really, like, my brain was calling me there. It was like, you will be so much better at writing what you want to write if you go here. And that's what, And I followed it. And she's she's trying to understand, like, okay, where in your process are you saying, like, Horse and Dragon is a good place to be creative because of these reasons. That's why I go. And I, I don't know, you know. Like I said, maybe it's the music. Maybe it's the decoration. Maybe it's the people. But it's more to it. It's a very... I don't know. It's a, it's a very, like... I don't know. I wish I knew, cause I I go through these I go through these phases in my life where I kind of find a spot, and I love that spot. Like go all the time. Like a place I go in Fort Collins right now all the time is Harbinger. I'm obsessed. I don't know what it is, but I just cannot get enough. And then in Madison, like Cascanale, every weekend, old fashions. God damn, like, damn, like, is this so good? So I go through these waves, and um, I I don't know. I just wish I knew what kind of drew, drove me so tick about a place. I mean, the music's one thing, but it's, it's, I don't know. It's kind of everything. It's like the details of, like, the wall, the pe- It's It's everything combined. It's not just... The music's good, the people are good, the beer is good. It's kind of like the beer is right for the place and the people that are here are right for the place and like everything kind of makes sense. It's like a puzzle gets together and like all the pieces fit well together because you could have a puzzle and it could have like for simplicity's sake 10 pieces and you know if you have 10 pieces that fit perfectly together and create maybe a simple image like an aquarium, cool. But if you have maybe like a hundred puzzle, hundred piece puzzle, <laughs> and it's like really cool looking things on the puzzle pieces, and it's going to be an awesome thing if you put it all together, but, <laughs> but it's so hard to know how the pieces all get together, that makes it tough for creativity. You know, you want to be in a place where all the puzzle pieces kind of fit. So it for me, Horse and Dragon's been hitting all the puzzle pieces. It's like, it's the combination of everything that puts it together. And I had a somewhat similar experience at Funkworks recently too. I went to Funkworks and it's like, I'm sitting there. It's November. It's sunny. It's nice out. I'm the only one sitting outside for some reason. Well, that reason is because I'm watching a dog. Maya's there. She's sitting on the bench. We're soaking in the sun. I get a flight. All the beers are perfect. They're playing some weird indie music, Natural Child in the background. Benny's here. I'm jamming. I'm having a great time. I'm also writing. I'm working on like the la- I'm working on the podcast, the website. I'm doing all this stuff. It just all the pieces fit together. It was like not only the music, the food, the beer, the dog, it was the weather, it was it was just everything. So Horse and Dragon's been on a roll. Um and that's what that 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 was a great Tuesday. <laughs> Shout out to Monday and Tuesday, Comedy Club and Horse and Dragon, two of my favorites. Um Wednesday rolls by. Wednesday was good Wednesday was good. Wednesday was good. <laughs> I had a great Wednesday. Um I went to a pie shop I got a pumpkin pie. I wish I kind of had it right now. I left it back in Fort Collins, but it was fucking succulent. Delicious pie. Mm, 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 mm. Delicious. So good. And I got a coffee cake. Mm. 
don't get me started. Um, man, I love pie. That was a good time. And then I went to Stodgy Brewing, and it was a great time. Stodgy was nice. It was just a great way to spend a, like, night before Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know. It was a good week. What can I say? I was active. I'm around good friends. I'm going to the comedy club. I'm doing some writing. For the most part, I ate healthy. You know, I'm still trying to get a little bit better about that. I'm doing pretty well, but no, it was just like it was a good week. Shout out to all the people that made it good, and 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 then you know, like I said, it's Thanksgiving, so you have off Thursday, you have off Friday. I mean, Wednesday's the last day of work. You're kind of everyone's in a good mood. It's just it's just a great time. So I don't know. Um, Thanksgiving was nice, you know. <sighs> I don't really care about the holidays. Like they're they're all right, you know. They're they're kind of cool. Like you get a day off of work, or you, maybe you get something on sale, or maybe there's like a good basketball game. But I, I really don't give a shit, you know. It's just it, it's not my, it's not for me. I it just it, it just wasn't. Um, my mom never had like traditional Thanksgivings. I don't remember if she's ever made a turkey, if I'm being honest. We've made like mastacholi in the past, you know, stuffed rigatoni. Um, we used to go Italian, which I really enjoyed. And then this year, I went over to my mom's and she made Brazilian salmon stew. So uh, that's not turkey. <laughs> nope, it's fish. It's salmon. It's good. It was delicious. Baguette, toasted. Mm. It was good. It was so good. I'm not complaining. That's the way I kind of wanted to go, if I'm being honest. Like, do I kind of want some stuffing? Yeah. Am I maybe going to stop at, like, Capriati's on the way home? Probably. Shout out to the Bobby. But, you know, I just, like, I just kind of wanted to lay low. I knew I was going to Crested Butte. I knew I got this Airbnb. And, uh, I don't know. I just... Thanksgiving's okay, you know? I mean, I think it's... If, if you love it, more power to you. I've had people that in my life that have loved it. And I've had a few I've had a few good ones, but... I, you know, I've worked a few Thanksgivings in my life. I used to work Black Fridays, and I'd have to get into Nike, like, a Thursday night. And um, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, like, it, it never meant much to me, you know? Like, growing up, I just kind of worked on Thanksgiving and then if it wasn't working like there wasn't really like official meals and then I was kind of hanging out with friends or just doing stuff random you know like it was it was just a different time um but yeah I don't know I don't know um but then you know I hung out with my mom for a while it was a good time we had a few beers just hung out had some good talks you know it's always good to have some some deep talks with your mom you know just kind of catch up about life and then you know we kind of parted ways a little bit later as the day went on had some of that pie that I picked up the day before um and then I was just excited you know like last night I'm thinking to myself I'm going out to Crested Butte it's gonna be a fun time it's gonna be a five-hour drive I gotta do this and that um so I just I did some laundry it was just kind of a low-key night and then uh I was ready to drive, so that there I was. <laughs> um, driving across the butte, incredible. It's been a it's been a long, long day. Um, it's been a long day. <laughs> it's a five hour drive. I stopped in a city called Salida, I think, or Salida. I think I called it Salida. I got corrected for it. I really don't know what it is. It's like Qatar, Qatar. We're really not sure these days. Um, Salida, good fucking time. It's just like a random mountain city. It's so weird. Little shops, all fucking ugly, all selling trinkets. Just, it, it's an interesting time. But, stop for a really delicious sandwich. Mm. It had like mushrooms, portobello mushrooms mozzarella roasted red peppers avocado it seedy bread it was like toasted it was oh it hit the spot and then i went to this like little tavern and they're watching the usa versus england game so i knew this was gonna be a good time and i'm gonna take a quick break
loved the USA England game. Just loved it because, you know, you go into the bar and I am at like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it is just the best bar to be at when you're watching USA soccer because it's like somewhat liberal Colorado, but ultimately it's just like a super random group of people who are all just like, yeah, baby, this is fucking America. And uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I, like, we do not get enough fucking patriotism in this country anymore. What's going on? Where is it? I've been looking for it. Hello? I've been trying to start USA chants for months now. They don't even work anymore. I used to be able to start a USA chant at any moment when I was a child. When I was like five years old, I could get an entire city to chant USA. Today, doesn't happen. And it's a shame. It's a goddamn shame because there's nothing, and I repeat, nothing better than a USA chant. So catchy, clever, smart. Can't even imagine how hard it was to fucking write that. USA, USA, USA. Crazy. You can't even love this country anymore. Granted, they do shit. Oh, ah. Anyways, enough with the anti or pro-American shit. I really don't care. Um, I don't know. Europe was kind of fun. I could live in Europe. America's cool. No hate for America. But no. World Cup soccer. Soccer. Soccer, 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 soccer. The thing that, like, you know, America dominates at every other sport for the most part. Maybe they're just American sports. I don't know. But anyways, they, they, they do really, they do well every year and everything, but they just cannot figure out soccer. I mean, what is going on with them? Like, I mean, I guess there's, like, something just about not caring, but you'd think they'd, like, at least compete eventually, like, just based on size of people. But you could say the same thing about China. Where's the Chinese soccer team? Everyone's talking shit about the USA team every year. What about the fucking Chinese soccer team? Why aren't they good, huh? Mm, it's time to hold them accountable. It's crazy because we're not even talking about China in all those contexts, you know? Like, every time they talk about America, and they're just like, oh, America does this, America does that. They're not good at this, they're not good at that. Tell me where China's at, hmm? Okay, yeah, that's how I fucking deflect it, point it at another, con- another country. I really don't care. Um, <laughs> I wonder how the Chinese soccer team does One year, it's going to just be like China, America, Russia, and then whoever the host country is, North Korea in the World Cup group standings. And it's just going to be an absolute fucking shit show. And like everyone's going to be up in arms and every win's going to be so intense. Like there's just going to be people in the U.S. that's going to be like, yeah, fuck Korea. Yeah, fuck them. (laughs) Their team sucks. Like, yeah, obviously they suck at soccer, but then we're going to lose to China. It's just, it's going to be a mess, but I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be the next World Cup in four years, so stay tuned. China, Russia, USA, and North Korea. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, soccer's kind of fun to watch. You know, I like I like it. I got a few friends that have gotten more and more into it over the years that have gone by, like, Sometimes I think I could, but I'm kind of getting just less out of sports in general. I mean, I still like them quite a bit, especially basketball. But I don't watch it as much as not now that I coach it or now that I do other stuff with it. And the Bears suck. So, you know, I like to talk sports for sure. But I do want to try to balance it because I hate all my sports teams. Anyways... <laughs> Except for the Celtics and the team that I coach. Shout out to USA Soccer. It was good. They tied England. They got to beat Iran to make it to the next round. And talk about a great situation for America. We beat Iran at everything. Um, (laughs) I don't... Man. Watch out on the Iran line, David. Okay, so... I don't know a lot about Iran. 
if I'm going to be honest. So I got to be careful what I say, and I agree. I've always heard stuff about Iran, how they were super progressive in like the 70s, and then like just the way that the government changed and everything changed, it went dramatically opposite to what it was trending at. So that'd be interesting to learn more about. Um, I feel like there's always a story about Iran and nuclear weapons and just like there's always something going on in the news and America just cannot figure it out. And like there's like a peace treaty that's like always being, you know, violated and I don't know. The Middle East seems kind of interesting. It's so crazy to me. You know, when I was a child, it's like we got all these wars in the Middle East, but they never really explain what's going on. And then every night they're just like, George Bush, George Bush, George Bush. And I don't know. None of it made sense to me. And none of it still makes sense to me, unfortunately. And I've tried a little bit to get into, like, the Middle East. But not that much. And I don't know. Maybe I should... It's probably an interesting dive, if I'm being honest. You probably learn a lot about different cultures, and it's probably fascinating, but I've just never, I don't know, I've never spent enough time on it. But based on, you know, the way, well, I don't, I think U.S. is going to beat Iran. Who knows? I really hope so. I need more reasons to get drunk, although I am trying to take a break from drinking, so... The sooner USA loses, the quicker my break starts. But I am not going to be stopping drinking if USA makes it to the World Cup. Let's just be honest. I am going to be drunk every fucking day because there's nothing better than just getting like drunk for comedy for USA soccer. And if they end up playing like, who knows, France or Spain, and we just got to play like this powerhouse soccer team and we end up winning it all. I'm getting, I'm never not drinking every night. Like every time I have another drink for the rest of my life, I will be giving just a tiny shout out to the 2022 U.S. Men's Soccer World Cup Champions. I'd be getting so drunk. It'd be too much. So, you know, We'll see what happens there. If Iran wins, they win. And if U.S. advances, hopefully they don't make it too far. But I think it kind of picks up pretty fast after group play. Um, I don't know. It's funny to me. I, I, tell me if I'm wrong, but it's just like the time every four years or every two years, if you think Olympics. But it's just funny how whenever countries play each other in sports we're allowed to just be like unbelievably like internationalism and just like we are it's, it's like if you want to cheer for your country if you want to be ignorant if you want to think that america or wherever you live is the best of the best then do it do it now act like it's amazing act like it's the most important thing ever and it's just cool but it only comes for like sports you know And politics, it's like, no matter what, the other side just hates you. It's like, okay, <laughs> if you're a Republican that's in charge, then the Democrats are just saying, like, it's the worst. And it's the other way around. It's just, it's, there's no winning. It's not fun. It's not good. And then you're either supposed to support America when it's, it, it's just inconsistent in politics. Not fun. Not fun. I had to take a sip of water. Um, I don't know. Crested Butte's going to be nice. I mean, I don't got a lot of plans. It's funny to me. Kind of to tie it all back. I just, I told myself I wanted to get on a little trip. Have some time for myself. I would have, I would have, I would have liked company. I invited a few people and just, it just kind of fell through. And I don't, you know, it, I, it's just what it is, you know, I knew it was going to be like that, I'm not upset about it, so, but it is interesting to travel alone, but I think it's good, you know, I'd recommend it to anyone, I think we all go through crazy times in life, I think a lot of us are afraid to kind of 
just get out there and be honest about it, you know, and it doesn't make you good or bad or weird or whatever, just to travel alone or do stuff alone. Like I, I, I've done it my whole life in a lot of ways, even when I was in a relationship that I've always really enjoyed the independence. So it's, it can be challenging. I'm not, I'm not just saying like every time that you're alone and you travel is good, but I went to Europe. I enjoyed it a lot. I learned a lot. I still, it was a great time. I'm here in Crested Butte. I'm having a good time. Um, I had a few shots tonight, so that's probably why if you've been listening through this now, you're like, David has to be under the influence of something. It's tequila. <laughs> and um, I just like, I got into, yeah, I watched the World Cup game, left Salida, drove down to Crested Butte, and I got here just a little early. I had to check into my Airbnb at 5, but it was like four o'clock so I told myself I'll just have an early dinner and then I'll go kind of record and lay low and just maybe hang out the hot tub and just enjoy the Airbnb but I ended up getting caught up at the restaurant that I went to eat food at um this happens to me a lot if I'm being just completely honest I sit down at a bar and I just am one of those people that just draws energy for some reason. I don't know why or how, and I, I know part of it's just how I am, but it's, it's just weird to me. So I, I sit down and I'm trying to eat, and then this like couple sits next to me, and they just they had to ask me questions. They had to talk to me. Like they they had to know more about me. They just thought I was such a, a weird dude, and they needed to know why I was alone. And I was like, ugh, okay. So, you know, I kind of, and I'm, I'm, I'm always willing to talk to people. You know, this, this happens to me everywhere I go, but I'm always really willing to have a story with someone. Um, but this was one of the, this was, a, this was a more interesting group of people, couple, I guess, that I've met. Um, they, they ask me like why I'm alone and I kind of, I kind of tell them like, you know, I'm, well, let me back up. The guy's a little weird at first, okay? The guy is, he makes a, he kind of looks like Kevin O'Leary. That's where I should start. If you've ever watched Shark Tank, which I hope you have, you know, there's Mark Cuban, Damon jo- Jones or whatever, Laurie, I, who knows? They're all rich. They're all funny. It's a great show. Definitely watch it. But there's one dude on there called Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful, and he's kind of like an asshole, and he's got like this whole like bald white dude thing going on you just if you don't know who he is look him up it's gonna add so much to the story so i'm sitting next to kevin o'leary and um he's just he makes like a weird reference to the how the waitress could go on a date with me or like i guess it's the bartender not the waitress and there's no reason for him to say this at all i I, he just was like i i don't know so the the bartender kind of laughs. I kind of just smirk. You know, I'm going through some shit right now. So I'm never that interested in hearing about dating comments. And um, I just kind of smirk. But it doesn't offend me. But he says that. And then he starts to, he continues to keep asking me questions. And he's talking to me. And then he's asking me what I do for a living. And then his wife kind of chimes in. And his wife's asking me, oh, where are you from? And I'm like, you know, well... I'm from Fort Collins, I guess, but I grew up in Wisconsin, and then I moved out here a couple years ago. I'm giving her just a little bit of background, and I don't know. She she's like, "Oh, I'm from Minnesota, and and now I live in Glenwood Springs." And I'm, and I'm like, "Okay, this is cool, cool, cool." Um, but as they as I'm just sitting there, they just keep asking me more and more questions, and I'm kind of just giving them like a whole rundown, you know? Like I I like to kind of give strangers when I get if I'm being honest I like to give strangers just a real quick recap of my life just to hear like an outside perspective so you know I kind of tell them just about how I just like recently left my fiance and bought a house and my dad passed in a way and and yeah it's like it's kind of heavy stuff but it's it's fun to hear a stranger's take on it but they were very supportive um they were very funny and they just kept saying stuff like, oh, I'm so, 
I'm so proud of you. And I'm just like, well, okay, well, I'm not doing anything that proud. Like, <laughs> I'm really not. I'm just hanging out. I'm like a dumb 27-year-old that records podcasts and likes to occasionally drink and like smoke and just listen to weird music and create weird stuff. So I'm, but whatever. Um, but no, they were so friendly, but they were very rich, which is why I guess I compared him to Kevin O'Leary. And um, he's just kind of going on and on about his like real estate business and how he owns like all these homes. And he basically just, his clientele is, you know, billionaires who are buying second homes in like Crested Butte. You know, it's this ex- it's expensive area, very nice. We're real west, close to Aspen. So, you know, he's making like good commission and he's just he's a character. He he's rambling about his business. He's he's having a good time, but he keeps bringing out tequila shots. And he's not just getting me and him shots. He's getting like eight of us shots. It's me him, his wife, and then there's two other couples that are, like, somehow grouped into all of us. Like, the guy's wife is talking to the couples, and they're, they're all talking to me, and it's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying my best to keep up, but it's like, I, I, you know, it's a little tough for me. I'm just kind of smiling, laughing. I make a few comments, but th- they just seem so intrigued to have me there, too, so I'm just doing whatever. <laughs> but the guy just keeps bringing tequila shot after tequila shot. So I'm just sitting there. One goes down. And he's just like, I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm going to get you a job at Dell in Austin, in Austin, Texas. And, and you got to you got to go to the you got to go to the coast. You got to see the sunset. It's going to change your life. If you see the sunset for a couple of days in a row on the coast of California, it's going to change your life. And I'm just sitting here like, okay, <laughs> sure, why not? Another shot. And he's just, he's a homie. He's a cool dude. Uh, kind of a, kind of a character. Um, rich people. The woman tried to like give me a funny rundown how she's from a hockey family. But what I think she was really trying to say and just didn't know how to articulate it was I have a relative that is a professional athlete that makes hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, and I get to live off of them, and it's pretty fucking sweet. And I have a husband who has billionaire clientele. So it was like, yes. <laughs> I will have tequila shots with you guys. I will listen to your weird stories. Proceed. It was a, it was a good time. I got the guy's number, so. Uh, but I love the company I work for. But if he gives me a like sweet ass job at Dell, that'd be interesting. But then I got to move to Austin, Texas, which, to be honest, wouldn't be the worst thing. I did want to move to Austin before I wanted to move to Colorado, but um, you know how you know how life goes, and I do love Colorado a lot, and I love my job, so I don't really think I'm going to leave. But it'd be crazy just if uh, I met someone in Crested Butte who got me a job in Austin, Texas. I paid like like high six figures, and then I just kind of hung out for a little bit and then retired early. You know, that wouldn't be too bad. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding, only slightly. But nah, I that that that's my week. You know that that's a good. That took me a whole hour to get through a week. I knew I had an hour's worth of content. I knew it was there. I wasn't worried. Some of it was funny. Some of it wasn't. It doesn't matter. I made it. It was a whole hour. Um, there's so much that I get to enjoy this upcoming like two days plus two plus days. You know, like. Mm. I'm going to go to a bagel shop tomorrow. I'm going to have some coffee. I'm going to do some writing. I don't know. I'm going to have a great time doing my own thing, feeling no guilt, just hanging out, living life, being me. It's going to be so nice. And it's just, it's amazing being out here. It's it's very relaxing to the mind to kind of get out of Fort Collins, be west, be in the mountains, 
maybe go hiking tomorrow. I went last weekend. I really want to go tomorrow. So I think I may make some time for that. And just, like, I don't know. Just get a little lost again, you know. Enjoy nature. It's crazy. It's so beautiful. I mean, it just makes me so happy when you're out here and you're just, like, really taking it all in. All the trees, the mountains, the snow, just everything kind of blending together like that puzzle piece idea earlier, you know, just like everything is so incredibly meant to be with nature. It's just, I, I never get old. It never gets old to me. So, Let's see, let's see, let's see. I'll try to close it out soon. I'm at, like I said, I'm, I got over an hour, so I'm happy about that. Um, I don't know. Let me just think for just a second. Just give me two seconds. I promise. I'm trying to think if I have any other good stories to share. I'm, I'm kind of in the story mood. I was thinking about setting up some jokes. I don't really have some jokes. Okay, I'll end it at this. Um, you know, we still got a month, but it's crazy to me that the year's about to end, you know, it's just 2022 has been an absolute journey and I don't know. It's weird to me how every year things are getting faster and there's more bigger events every single year. And I just, you know, it, it's interesting to me. I just went through a lot and... I would love for it to kind of slow down, but I also love these kind of years. It's there's there's a lot of challenge, you know. I've I've learned a lot about myself. I've achieved a lot. There's been so much change, and it's just it it's interesting how all this stuff works. You know, I stay optimistic, but it's hard to imagine 2023 being crazier than this year. And the thing is, it probably will be. So I'm trying to stay, you know, sharp. <laughs> we'll see. But thank you for listening tonight. Um, I'm calling it just a little early because your boy has to go sit in a hot tub, relax, and do a little bit of writing. And just be, you know, alone for a little bit and enjoy myself. You know, it's nice to take this time. I knew I needed a little bit of a vacation and I'm taking it. So, peace. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.